Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So I've been getting a lot of questions about what exactly the World Health Organization, the WHO, is up to with their new regulations. A lot of questions. People very, very concerned about this new globalist surveillance ecosystem they're pushing. Understandably. We're going to get to that. Does the Constitution matter anymore with regards to that? Uh, first, I want to get to a couple of things. Faith in our institutions collapsing, as evidenced by the disgraceful uh, Merrick Garland up on Capitol Hill yesterday. And uh, I also want to do something a little different today. I don't do a lot of lifestyle stuff on the show for obvious reasons. It's more of a political show. That's my interest. But I am interested in your health and my health. So I have a few life hacks. My book reminded me to do this. So loaded show today. A lot to talk about. Don't go anywhere. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Did you notice big tech companies today are masquerading as privacy companies? <laughs> Excuse me, that's uh, <laughs> that's kind of funny. We supposed to believe the big bag tech, tech wolves now turned into sweet old grandma? Come on. Collecting and selling off your data is in big tech's nature. I protect myself against big tech's prying eyes by using ExpressVPN. When you use ExpressVPN, you're hiding your unique IP address so websites can't find out your location or track what you do online. On top of that, ExpressVPN encrypts and reroutes 100% of your online activity, so your internet provider, Wi-Fi administrator, and hackers can't see it. The best part, though, is how easy it is to use. It takes just one click to protect all your devices. One ExpressVPN subscription covers up to five devices at the same time, so you can protect your entire family, too. That's why ExpressVPN is rated number one by CNET, Wired, TechRadar, and countless others. So today's the day. Get the VPN I trust to protect my online privacy when the big bad tech wolf's at the door. Visit expressvpn.com slash Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. It's a great deal. It's express, E-X-P-R-E-S-S, expressvpn.com slash Bongino, expressvpn.com slash Bongino to learn more. All right, Joseph, let's go. The show that loves the Constitution. You bet. We Always. I mean, there's yeah. even an app for it. No, like literally an app. I used to call the pocket constitution, but now there's an app for it. it makes it even easier. Uh, yes. Good reminder. Cause I'll forget. If you'd like to submit a question for tomorrow's podcast, my guest host on the radio, please go to my locals account. It's at D Bongino. There'll be a post up. I will put up after the show questions for tomorrow's show. I'll also put it up on true social. I'm at D Bongino there and we'll get to as many questions as we can tomorrow. So I said I was going to get to a lot of this stuff, the WHO and otherwise. But first, faith in our institutions is, are, is collapsing. The FBI, faith in the military with their new uh, founded love affair with the uh, DEI and wokeism. Keep in mind, we're talking about the leadership, not the guy down the block bravely serving and putting his ass on the line for all of us. We're talking about some of the Mark Milley types at the top who, you know, think it's a good idea to read Marxist propaganda into our military. But institutions are collapsing everywhere. It's not just our military and the FBI. It's our Department of Justice, ironically, that's supposed to prevent the collapse of institutions by corruption. Does anyone else find that a little ironic? The entire purpose of the DOJ is blind justice to prevent corrupting of institutions. So kind of weird that the DOJ is now led by a corrupt, pathetic, weak buffoon named Merrick Garland. Thank the Lord, and I'm not using his name in vain, this joker clown is not, in fact, on the Supreme Court. Amen. We probably cause as much damage, but here's the difference. You cause as much damage, what's the difference? There's no way to get rid of him then. You're stuck with him. Thankfully, we can vote in 2024, and one of the reasons to vote is not just to get Biden and his crew out of there, but it's to get this joker out of there. This guy is a national disgrace. He was up on Capitol Hill yesterday, Aragaino, Attorney General in name only. This dude is reason alone to vote in 2024. Pathetic human being. Here is one of these. Here's not one. This may be the single dumbest law enforcement specific answer from an attorney general I've ever heard. And believe me, I've heard some dumb answers on Fast and Furious from Eric Holder. I've heard some real stupidity. This may be the single dumbest thing you have ever heard from an attorney general. Garland is asked a very specific question about the failure to prosecute attacks on pro-life centers. Anything that happens at an abortion mill where they kill babies, you're thrown in jail right away. If you sneeze in front of an abortion clinic, you're going to jail if you're a conservative. But fire bombings at pro-life centers, graffiti, attacks, intimidation, nobody seems to care. Merrick Garland's answer 
is so dumb. It, it belongs in the Hall of Fame of idiocy. Listen to this. How do you explain this disparity uh, uh, by reference to anything other than politicization of what's happening there? The FACE Act applies equally to uh, efforts to um, uh, damage, uh, blockade uh, um, 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 clinics, whether a pregnant uh, uh, resource, uh, whether they are a pregnancy resource center uh, or whether they are an abortion center. It applies equally in both cases, and we apply the law equally. Um, I will say you are quite right. There are many more prosecutions with respect uh, to the um, um, blocking of the uh, um, of the abortion centers, but that is generally because they are, those actions are taken in, uh, with photography at the time, um, uh, during the daylight, and uh, seeing the person who did it is uh, quite easy. Um, the, those who are attacking the pregnancy resources centers, uh, which is a, a horrid thing to do, are doing this at night um, in the dark. We have put full resources on this. I can't. Wait. Do you... Uh, so we're having a problem prosecuting crimes at pro-life centers trying to rescue babies' lives and save kids from having their lives terminated in the womb because they're happening at night? It's a problem, Dan. Now, uh, that, Joe, that sounds like a big problem. Damn. The inability of people to solve crimes at night, where just a few happen, would be kind of an obstacle to me hiring them. In the Department of Justice or FBI. I'm just, it sounds like an issue to me. I mean, having worked the 6 p.m. to 2 a.m. shift as a police officer, I can personally vouch that. I know this is crazy, fellas. He's got his head in his hand already because he can't believe it. A lot of crime happens at night. Why? Because it's harder to see people at night, so a lot of crimes happen at night. But the fact that crimes happen at night and it's harder to see people does not mean it's harder to collect things like DNA and it's harder to collect things like footprint and fingerprint samples. So I would say an obstacle of being night is kind of a big deal and you should maybe fire people and get more competent people in charge. Now, this largely went unnoticed, not in the conservative ecosystem, but by the media, that our attorney general is hilariously claiming, yeah, there's really not much we can do. Stuff happens at night there. So it's kind of like a big obstacle for us. By the way, did you catch one? There's one more thing that happened in that clip. We get back to this night thing just in a second. Don't, don't let that out of your head. But did you notice he slipped up on the approved leftist language? Did you guys catch it? He called uh, what the left prefers. You know the abortion mills where they where they kill babies. The left they prefer that you call them what guys? Reproductive health centers. Yeah. Even though the goal is to not reproduce and to terminate life, right? Did you notice he called them abortion centers? Don't think for a second. He didn't get quite kind of a letter from one of these, uh, you know, what lunatic left groups. Uh, Sir, I appreciate in the future if you would call them reproductive health centers. Guaranteed. I know the left well. They didn't probably look because he's dumb. He said a trade because the guy can't even talk. He's just this guy really is. He's a, he's a social IQ idiot. Now, you may be saying to yourself, well, this is a one off slip of the tongue. We can't solve crimes at night, so that's why we let people bomb away at pro-life centers. No, it's not. This moron, Merrick Garland, again, a disgrace to the country on the global stage, an embarrassment, an affront to the Constitution. He's used this excuse before. Had to have Greg Ree who picked this gem out. He's February 2021. Remember when Antifa and BLM terrorists were engaged in an insurrection in Portland trying to burn down a federal courthouse? An actual insurrection. Well, nothing happened there either. Merrick Garland was asked about it, and he said at the press conference, when asked by, uh, by Senator Josh Hawley why nothing was happening, the attorney general nominee at the time said that because the riots occurred at night, and while the courthouse was not in operation, it was questionable they could be classified as domestic terrorism. You, you see how they all have these go-to talking points right away? And when Merrick Garland, who has no ability in a social exchange to handle himself comfortably at all, like he just said, how they resort back to comfort and his comfort zone is the same excuse he already had prepared. Well, the crime happened at night. So there's nothing we can do. Really? DNA, witness statements, footprints, fingerprints, phone tracking, surveillance. None of that stuff works at night. None of it at all. I'm, I'm just curious. 
Now, again, why are faith in our institutions like the DOJ collapsing? Ladies and gentlemen, there's no faith in institutions. You don't have, you don't have, institutions, you don't have a country. That's why I started the show and asked you, does the Constitution matter anymore? Because the Constitution, folks, for as much as I love the document, it is only a piece of paper. It is not living and breathing. It is a dead piece of parchment. That's all it is. You're insulting the Constitution. I'm not. I'm simply saying to you that if there's not fidelity to it, that none of it matters. The Constitution should have protected the Japanese from internment in World War II. That didn't work either. Now we have a Constitution. Yeah, no kidding. Everybody ignored it. You see what a point I'm making? Merrick Garland doesn't care about the Constitution. That's why institutions like the Department of Justice are entirely collapsing. This happened yesterday, too. Regardless of your feelings about Chuck Grassley, he's been around a while, uh, Republican senator. Grassley's asked a question yesterday, Merrick Garland, about a potential blackmail file from overseas countries who may have information about payments to people here. Let me tell you something I know about Chuck Grassley and most importantly, his staff. Chuck Grassley and his staff have been all over the FBI and federal agencies for malfeasance for a long time. How do I know that? When I was in the Secret Service, someone told me that. They said, be very careful of Grassley. He looks at everything. Not that anything was happening. I don't, I don't even know the context of how it came up. I think it was a, uh, a liaison up on Capitol Hill. Grassley's been very concerned for a long time about law enforcement malfeasance. He is not asking this question by accident, folks. As we've said repeatedly, me and many others, not just me, somebody has a blackmail file clearly on the Biden Inc. family overseas, and everybody knows about it. Listen to this question. Uh, if the Justice Department received information that foreign persons had evidence of improper or unlawful financial payment uh, paid to elected officials or other politically exposed persons, and those payments may have influenced policy decisions, would that pose a national security concern and demand a full investigation? And when Ray was here, he seemed to answer that question uh, in, in uh, uh, that it was a national security concern. I want your opinion. Uh, in the way that you're, if I, if I follow the question exactly right, if it's an agent of a foreign government asking um, uh, someone uh, and paying someone to uh, do things to support that foreign government in secret, yes, uh, I definitely think that would be a national security problem. Folks, that was not an accident. That was not an accident. I would make the case to you strongly, even though there was a question mark at the end of that statement, that was not even a question by Grassley. Grassley is winking and nodding. He is sending out a signal. Foreign governments, it appears, clearly have a blackmail file on U.S. lawmakers. I would make the case strongly, based on a number of not just speculation, that that blackmail file is on the Biden Inc. family and payments that were made from foreign governments to Biden Inc. to influence Joe Biden's opinion on foreign policy in Ukraine and elsewhere. Grassley's not just making that up. Now, how do I know that? Well, good. This is not just speculation. Good sources. Related to this question. Grassley then asks this question, which is related to the other question. He's like, hey, listen, you know, outside of the whole blackmail file thing that may exist, do you think this would be a problem? And he gets Garland on the record. Why is that important? Because later on, when this goes public, everyone's going to go back to the video I just played of Merrick Garland saying, oh, yeah, that's important. Foreign governments having blackmail files influencing opinion and policy towards him so that he can't get out. Brilliant move by Grassley and his crew. Brilliant. He's now on the record, right, publicly. Now notice this question, question, which is really a statement. Hey, if there were a bunch of sources, you know, creating like paper trails with the, to the DOJ with would that, would that be an issue, too? You think this is a question, too? Check this out. The Justice Department and the FBI had, at one time, over a dozen sources that provided potentially criminal information relating to Hunter Biden. The alleged volume and similarity of the information would demand that the Justice Department investigate the truth and accuracy of the information. According to... Uh, what's accordingly, what steps has the Justice Department taken to determine the truth and accuracy of information provided? Uh, Congress and the American people, I think, have a right to know. 
Um, so as the committee well knows from my confirmation hearing, I promise uh, to leave. I promised to leave the matter of Hunter Biden in the hands of the U.S. Attorney uh, for the District of Delaware, who was appointed uh, in the previous administration. Okay, forget this sniveling buffoon's total dodge. I promised the U.S. Attorney. He doesn't he, forget it. I just do his response so that she could laugh. What's Grasley saying there? You respond better to a question than you will if I just tell you. What's he doing there? Any guess? Grasley knows that sources are feeding the DOJ and the FBI information about Biden. And what is the Department of Justice doing about it? And the special prosecutor? Probably nothing. However, sources don't go away. They create two major problems. Sources to the federal government, law enforcement sources. They create two big problems for the DOJ and Merrick Garland right now. Problems for them, not problems in a regular justice system, which we don't have. Number one, sources create paper trails. Why? They go and talk to the FBI and the DOJ and go, hey, I got information about Hunter Biden. The FBI has to take it down. That paper trail's not going away. Sources also create the threat of leaks and whistleblower leaks, which is exactly what just happened there. Folks, I've been doing this a long time, man. You, you just learn to read this stuff like it's second nature. These hearings are never about questions and answers. They're about public performances and statements to move public opinion on an issue that's important to people that the modern media won't cover, at least on the Republican side. That's what they're about. What Grasley's saying here, combine the two now. Grasley's basically saying this. We know foreign governments have blackmail files on Biden, Inc. We know it because of sources. And we know those sources, you're not doing a damn thing with them. And you better move fast because I just got you on the record. Bank on it. None of that was by accident. Absolutely none of it. By the way, it's not a dink either that he later went on to ask a question. Hey, listen, um, if you had information, again, question, right? If you had information that the special prosecutor in the Hunter Biden case had made a referral, to another assistant United States attorney and nothing had been done with it. Would that be a problem? <laughs> you think that was a question too? What is he saying? Hey, why did you guys stop that referral to the other AUSA about Hunter Biden? That, that's what he's saying. Remember this show. You'll thank me in a couple weeks on this one. So why are faith in our institutions collapsing? You just witnessed it. The sniveling coward Merrick Garland. It made a joke of a human being. Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley absolutely wrecked him yesterday, too. But I, I got a lot of other things I need to get to today. Flag it. Here's, yeah, please. Flag, yeah, you're flagging that one on your own. I think that's yeah. important. I, I was debating saying that, but that's a good call. Folks, here's another one. So did you hear about this story in the Daily Mail? Please check this out at the newsletter today. It's at DailyMail.com. It's about the IRS uh, potentially tweaking an algorithm that may may result in more, quote, white and Asian people targeted for tax audits to boost racial equity. It's at my newsletter, Bongino.com slash newsletter. Now, in a functioning constitutional republic, which isn't ours, you would say to yourself, well, that's crazy. That would be clearly a violation of due process and a bunch of other clauses built into our constitution. There's absolutely no way that could happen. The problem is the constitution, as I said, is a dead piece of parchment. It only matters if you have loyalty and fidelity to it, which this government does not because they're socialist tyrants. Now, to be clear, this executive order does not direct the IRS to target more white and Asian people. But as the Daily Mail notes, do the executive order on, listen to this one, further advancing racial equity and support for underserved communities through the Federal Government Act, executive order, it doesn't mention specifically audits, but it directs federal agencies, including the IRS. This is how they get around all this stuff, folks. To find ways to make their practices more equitable. Notice they don't say equal. To underserved communities. Specifically, the order directs agencies to prevent and remedy discrimination, including by protecting the public from algorithmic discrimination. There they do it. They, do, they always go back to the talking points. America First Legal Foundation is investigating how this could affect uh, audits by the IRS based on equity now. Now, call me crazy, Joe, but I was always of the opinion that you were audited by the IRS based on suspicion of cheating on your taxes, not based on the color of your skin or where you were born. 
Call me bananas. What are you? But that's what I thought it was about to. Yeah, Yeah. I know. It's a crazy idea. I know that. But yeah, it's nuts. But you see how Merrick Garland always goes back to stupid arguments like, hey, we can't investigate criminals at night because we're idiots, right? You see how the administration always goes back to the algorithm argument whenever they're confronted with a clear constitutional crisis? Dan, what have we heard this before? Oh, when they wanted to target conservatives on Twitter through the FBI. What did they say? Listen, the algorithm, the algorithm, you're promoting misinformation. You notice how the algorithm argument distracts you, kind of like the lab leak argument distracts you from COVID failures. The algorithm argument distracts you from them turning the Constitution into a piece of toilet paper. Did you notice that? They're using the same argument about audits. Oh, yeah, we need to audit more people based on equity. Meaning what? Meaning what? We're doing it by race now? Possibly. Oh, it's just the algorithm. Every time, folks. So predictable. All right, let's get to this WHO thing coming up next. This is important. I'm getting a ton of questions on this. But as always, I don't like to be first. I like to be right. That matters. Take time. Take it all in. Question for you all. What does it sound like when you find the secret to great skincare? It sounds like Mary from North Carolina. She said, my husband and I both noticed our skin is softer and smoother after having used the GenuCell products faithfully for a few weeks. Our skin looks brighter, our wrinkles look softer and less noticeable, and the bags under my eyes are less visible. So happy. Best of all, they're easy to use and apply, even for my husband. GenuCell products, G-E-N-U-C-E-L, can help target all your problem areas like Mary's, plus dark spots, skin redness, even a sagging jawline. GenuCell can work for men and women of all skin types. And with its immediate effects, see results in 12 hours guaranteed or your money back. These success stories are true. Their products have been creating happiness since the first formulation by the founder over 20 years ago in a small New Jersey pharmacy. Right now, GenuCell's most popular package is 70% off and includes their new probiotic extract moisturizer for visibly healthier, more youthful looking skin, absolutely free with every most popular package order. Go to GenuCell.com slash Dan, G-E-N-U-C-E-L. GenuCell.com slash Dan for surprise savings at checkout. And for a limited time, any subscription order includes a free beauty box plus free shipping. That's GenuCell.com slash Dan. GenuCell.com slash Dan. Thanks, GenuCell. So speaking of the collapse of institutions, it doesn't just apply to domestic institutions like the IRS and the DOJ, the FBI, our military, and our faith in them. Folks, again, without, I keep bringing up fidelity, faith, allegiance to the Constitution. Because these things matter. They're not otherworldly concepts. If they don't exist, you don't have a country. It's like saying, like, we're going to have a, a tree a treehouse clubhouse, right? Here are the rules. And then nobody abides by them, right? Well, then what's the point? The WHO is one of these international World Health Organization institutions that is far, far exceeded its usefulness now. What may have been a good global surveillance organization. I don't mean surveillance in the way the WHO means it. I mean like looking out for global trends in health has turned into a globalist monster that contributed to the COVID-19 debacle, which is weird because the WHO is supposed to contribute to world health, not detract from it and aid in the spread of a virus that emanated from a lab in Wuhan, China, which is exactly what the WHO did when they hid what was going on over there and lied about it. We're not sure it's airborne. Oh, well, maybe you should check on that. So what are they up to, the World Health Organization, with these new international health regulations, IHRs? Because what they're doing is really serious and is going to involve potential loss of privacy and potential constitutional usurpations here. Read this article in the newsletter today, Bongino.com slash newsletter by Reclaim the Net, site I really like, focuses on a lot of privacy stuff on the internet. Tom Parker writes, the WHO is getting closer to being granted expanded surveillance powers. That sounds like a really bad idea, Joe. I don't sound like I'm down with that because I'm not. So what are they doing? They have these new international health regulations they're pushing and they're amending them. And one of the amendments states that when the WHO issues temporary recommendations, listen to this, during certain types of potential, potential or actual health emergencies, they should include surveillance. Really? Now, if... You're questioning what is a potential health emergency. The answer is whatever the WHO says it is. And those should include surveillance. 
Now, ladies and gentlemen, the United States government, after the WHO's massive failure, should take no part in this operation whatsoever. A potential health emergency. Now, if you're saying to yourself, well, that could be anything, ladies and gentlemen, that's the point. That's the point. Well, we have an outbreak of Ebola in a certain region in Africa and two people die. Global health emergency, get an Ebola passport. Are you vaccinated against Ebola with their new uh, not yet designed mRNA vaccine for Ebola? Get your passports out. See, globalists love the idea of control and global tyranny and collectivized power. So what better way to do it than surveil people? See, folks, you have to understand, like, they love subjugation, these globalists. And the idea of subjugation requires what? Subjects. But you can't control subjects without surveillance. And what better way to do it than with vaccine passports? Is that part of their surveillance plan? Ah, come on, Dan. That's a conspiracy theory. No, it's not. No, it's not. Look at that. Wow, crazy. Reclaim the net. World Health Organization pushes for global vaccine passports. They want to create or make this COVID era surveillance techni- uh, technology permanent. Gosh, that's so strange. It sounds like a conspiracy theory, but it's not. Little barcodes so you can go anywhere. You're not allowed there. Gun stores, no good. Banks, no good. Not allowed there either. And then what else does that enable you to do? If you're a big globalist tyrant, enables you not only to prevent people from going places, Enables you to also track where they went. Oh, maybe that's the point. So, yeah, I wouldn't get ahead of your skis on this, but I would also say to you, this is a big deal. And I'm not the only one concerned about it. Here's a uh, MP from the United Kingdom, Andrew Bridgen, who uh, a couple of weeks ago brought this up. He's very concerned about this too, what the WHO is up to. Because folks, does it usurp the Constitution? Uh, No, it obviously does not. Our Constitution takes precedence. So what's the problem, Dan? The problem is, as I opened up the show with, if you're Merrick Garland and you don't give up about the Constitution, then it doesn't really matter. Nothing they did during COVID was constitutional anyway. So I can answer that question two sad different ways. I had a radio caller call in the other day at the end of the show. Dan, I heard this usurps the Constitution. I said, no, it doesn't. And he was like, oh, good. And I'm like, no, not good, because they don't care about the Constitution. So it's kind of a good answer and a bad answer at the same time. Here's this uh, uh, MP in the UK talking about the danger of what the WHO is proposing. Take a listen. Mr. Speaker, when they're finished, uh, the World Health Organization pandemic treaty is deeply concerning. It seeks to give the discredited WHO huge powers over this country and our people. Powers to call pandemics, enforce lockdowns, enforce vaccinations, and decide when any pandemic is over. Can we have an urgent debate on the proposed treaty, which, if passed, will take um, accountability, democracy, and sovereignty from our constituents and hand it over to unelected and discredited bureaucrats? Mr. Speaker, that will be the antithesis of Brexit itself. Yeah, the whole point of the Brexit, getting the UK out of the EU, was to get away from insanity like this. Forced vaccinations, vaccine passports, global potential health emergencies use as an excuse to use your uh, constitution like a Kleenex, take your civil liberties and flush them down the toilet bowl. I'm not down with that. Joe, you? Not at all, man. No. No. Guy? It's a big no from Guy, too. Paula? It's not here. I'll answer for her. No, I'm not down with that either, Dan. Thanks. (laughs) I got more coming up. Uh. On a very serious note, I am absolutely dedicated, especially over the last few shows, to exposing the garbage in the White House. When I talk about garbage in the White House, I'm talking about Biden, Inc. and the rotting bag of oatmeal in there. Folks, I have never seen him. I'm telling you, this guy's more dangerous than Obama because he's dumb. I explained yesterday on my radio show, it was one of the first times the podcast significantly diverged from the radio show. I explained in the radio show yesterday how it's not just that Biden is an intellectual moron. It's that that he's a social moron, too. He doesn't understand limiting his behavior based on feedback from other people. People with a good social IQ change their behavior when they see they're not being received well by others. Biden has no capability to do that. He thinks he's the smartest guy in the room, despite being a moron. This guy is unbelievably dangerous and corrupt. I'll show you how little character this guy has coming up in a minute. Don't go This video is really disturbing. might not seem as such when you watch it first, but when you think about what I'm about to tell you, it's a big deal. Uh, folks, relief band. My 
me show you. This is my actual relief band. This helped me get through chemotherapy. What does it do? It is the number one FDA cleared anti-nausea wristband that's been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting. You turn it on here, this one, you turn it up there. I didn't even need to turn it up that high. It worked for me right away. You just put it on your wrist, right? It helps with motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, hangovers, and the morning sickness, chemotherapy, and so much more that has nausea and vomiting associated with it. The Relief Band Sport, make sure you never have to take your Relief Band off. It's the first ever waterproof wearable of its kind. My daughter wears that one on the boat when she gets motion sickness. You don't want nausea and vomiting, folks. Obviously, it's really awful. Plus, it's rechargeable, lasts about 30 hours on a full charge. A Relief Band Sport can seamlessly attach to an Apple or Samsung watch. So you don't need to choose between wearing your Relief Band or wearing your smartwatch. Folks, it, uh, you know, this is a sponsor that means a lot to me. I went through a lot with Relief Band. This thing uh, brings back a lot of memories. So if you want the band that actually works at relieving your nausea, check out Relief Band and the new sport version. We've got an exclusive offer just for Dan Bongino Show listeners. If you go to ReliefBand.com, R-E-L-I-E-F, ReliefBand.com, and use promo code Bongino, you'll receive 20, 20% off, plus you'll get free shipping. So head on over to reliefband.com. Use our promo code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, for 20% off plus free shipping. Thanks, Relief Band. Not just for being a sponsor, but for a really, really good product. Helped me a lot. So I don't know if it's my prior line of work or what, but I find the character of the president uh, to matter a lot. And for all the attacks on Donald Trump's character, I've had a lot of kind of private conversations with Joe and Guy. I'll keep as much, but I've told them things about Donald Trump that people just don't know. Matter of fact, in my book, uh, The Gift of Failure, coming out, it'll be available for pre-order soon. I'll let you know, possibly next week. We're done with the book. So, Guy, I just sent it to Guy this morning. Joe, I'll send it to you if you'd like. Yeah, I would. I just got the copy. Yeah, you want to say, you'll, but there is a portion of the book where I tell a story about Donald Trump. It's a story about Donald Trump that, it's going to change a lot of your viewpoints on him, even if you're not a supporter. If you're supporting another Republican candidate, even if you're kind of a moderate Democrat, liberals are just crazy. They hate him no matter what. But for all the knocks on Donald Trump and his you know, character, I saw a different person behind the scenes. Joe and Guy know these stories, but one of them in the book, I think, is going to change your mind if you're uh, on the fence about who he really is. This guy in the White House is the exact opposite. He is a narcissist. He is a genuinely stupid human being. I mean that in the technical intelligence quotient IQ sense. He's really dumb. He finished at the bottom of his class in college. He says the most bizarre things. Combine this, the narcissist with the low IQ. With, again, the fact that he has no social intelligence either and doesn't understand he's being laughed at by people, therefore never modifies his behavior. That makes him dangerous because he continues to plow through constitutional obstacles. Because he doesn't understand everybody's laughing at him or mocking him. Here's what I mean. This happened the other day on Capitol Hill. It's hard to watch. It's, it's about a minute. But it's a mother who lost her child due to fentanyl telling this story about what happened. It's a troubling video, but you need to see it. This is the plague of fentanyl in our country right now. Check this out. 100,000 die every year and nothing's being done. Not enough is being done. Numbers are going up, not down. And you talk about children being taken away from their parents. My children were taken away from me. A hundred thousand Americans every year are having their children. Two hundred thousand, because it's both parents, right? Are having their children taken away from them. This should not be politicized. It's not about race. Fentanyl doesn't care about race. That's hard to watch. I, I, um, I don't know what, I mean, I don't know what to say. I would dare. Oh, I know. I have no idea how you feel. And I hope I never do. I pray I never do. And I hope none of you ever know how this grieving mother feels. Clearly devastated. Clearly devastated. About a crisis, by the way, it doesn't care about your politics. I don't know her child. I don't know if her child was a liberal, conservative, Republican, or Democrat. Frankly, I don't care. Her child is dead. And the woman deserves to be heard. But that's not what Biden heard. Why? Because he's garbage. No, I mean, he's garbage. The man is human filth. He has zero character and dignity at all. He thought this was hilarious. Because instead of responding to the 
core of what she's saying, that we have a drug crisis at our border that's killing kids like hers, the president of the United States could have led. That's not what he focused on. Because he perceived it as an attack on him, and he is the president of the United States, the narcissist in him, instead of grieving with the mom, felt the need to attack people to make it a political argument about Donald Trump. Because he's a narcissist and an insane person. Here, he thought this was absolute, absolutely hilarious. This woman uh, just distraught over the death of her child. Listen to yourself. She, she was very specific recently saying that a mom, a poor mother who lost two kids to fentanyl, that I, that I killed her sons. Well, the interesting thing is that fentanyl they took came during the last administration. (laughs) (laughs) I can say, you don't comment much on the show. He said, that's pretty disgusting. That's your president right there, lefties. It's yours too, Dan. Technically, I have zero respect for the guy. And people I know work with him have zero respect for him either. None. Zero respect. Zero. If he walked up to me to shake my hand, I'd turn my back. I have zero respect for who this man is. That's funny. <laughs> the Trump, the Trump did it. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. He made a good point, Joe. Uh, he brings up the fact he's the unity president. Back to normal, normalization. Yeah. What human filth. Now, in the beginning of that, he says she. He's talking about not the mom initially. He's talking about Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, who was obviously bothered by the tragic death of this child and commented that we should be doing something about the fentanyl crisis. So, of course, CNN, just like uh, Biden, you know, full of human filth like Daniel Dale, a joke of a human being, a clown, uh, a goofball, a laughing stock. Uh, CNN, who still, you know, shockingly calls themselves a news organization. You know, we laugh at them. They employ Don Lemon, which is kind of funny enough. They have zero ratings. Uh, they're going to have to lay people off probably in the future because nobody watches this garbage can of a network. Instead of them focusing on the context of the argument, like fact checkers would about how fentanyl is in fact killing people, they wanted to make it about Trump too. So life loser, general all around loser, cosmic level loser. Daniel Dale, who is the fact checker, uh, i.e. moron for CNN, he decided to reach out to Marjorie Taylor Greene's office. He says about a tweet blaming the Biden administration for these deaths in 2020 under Trump. Again, the context of it doesn't matter that this continues to happen and people continue to die. They need to make it about Trump, too. So on a good note, Marjorie Taylor Greene has a spokesman named Nick Dyer, who is one of my uh, one of my new friends, let's just say. I really like this guy, Joe. So goofball Dan Dale from CNN calls Marjorie Taylor Greene's office. Spokesman Nick Dyer responded by saying lots of people have died from drugs under Biden and said, quote, do you think they give an about your bull fact checking? That's a pretty good one. Yeah, like it. That's a- good job, Nick. Listen to me. I want everyone up on Capitol Hill who's got a staff to take a lesson from the Trump administration, DeSantis, Christina Pushaw, and people like Nick Dyer. Daniel Dale is a clown and a joker. Everybody laughs at him. No one takes him seriously. Whatever he writes will be disregarded as quickly as he types the keys. That is exactly how you should respond to these buffoons if you even decide not to hang up on them. You should tell them to F off and to beat it. Because they are total losers. He doesn't care that people are dying at all. All he cares about is advancing the argument that this kid died under Trump. Again, filth. Okay. Uh, Next, I got this kind of life hack segment I'm going to do. I'm taking a shot here. We don't do this often. I'll do lifestyle stuff. But some things I learned in regards to my book that I included in the last chapter. It was a viral post I did. That and why I'm optimistic about the culture war the left is waging on us. Let me get to my last sponsor first. Our friends at uh, Birch Gold. Buy gold and get a free safe to store it in on qualifying purchases from Birch Gold. It's B-I-R-C-H through March 31st. 
They'll ship a free safe directly to your door if you just text Dan to 989898 and get your free information kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free safe. The feds keep, uh, keep raising rates because it's the only tool they have to keep inflation under control. And here's a hint. It's not working. You've seen it globally and in the United States. You've seen the impact on the stock market. So you need to protect and hedge yourself. Do it by owning gold like I do. Whether physical gold and silver in your safe or through an IRA in precious metals where you can hold real gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. I buy gold and have many times from Birch Gold to protect my family. You can trust them too. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied customers. Text DAN to 989898 for your free information kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free home safe by March 31st on qualifying purchases. Again, text DAN, D-A-N, to 989898. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Message and data rate supply. Thanks, Birch Gold. Folks, just quickly, I know this, you know, again, the show's kind of dour. Faith in our institutions collapsing, the rotting bag of oatmeal in the White House. But I am long on the United States. I mean it. I am absolutely confident we're going to come through this because we've been in worse places before. We have. We may have to hit bottom first, and I'm not sure we're there yet. But we're getting there. I want to show you this quick video. It's going to start with an apology first from Six News Australia. Then you're going to see what they're apologizing for. This transgender individual decided to go on the air at their network and thought it was really funny to say an absolutely disgusting, horrific joke about my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I'll probably get the last laugh on that one, but that's for another day. But, you know, I want to kind of say, like, this is a good thing they apologize, but I want you to notice, too, how to make it culturally kind of like woke appropriate they have to throw in an apology to Muslims, too, there, as if it has anything to do with them. But still, it's more proof that I think things are slowly, slowly starting to turn around in the culture war the left is waging on us. Take a listen. Last night, our guests told a joke which we know was deeply and needlessly offensive to many of you. We want to acknowledge the particular offense and hurt that that caused our Muslim, but especially our Christian viewers. We wouldn't knowingly broadcast it, of course. We acknowledge the offense that it caused, but more than that, we're sorry. I love Jesus. I love any man who can get nailed for three days straight and come back for more. <laughs> now, again, you're seeing evidence everywhere. The culture's starting to change. Check out this Breitbart article you'll see in my newsletter today, too. There's a movie out, Jesus Revolution. Just absolutely destroyed box office expectations. It's a, it's a book about the revolution in Christianity and the faith, I believe, in the 70s. Kelsey Grammer's in it. Just destroyed expectations. Folks, people are always searching for meaning in life. It's not easy. It's not. There's a lot of complicated, tough things. Work, job, war. Crime, you got to deal with every single day. Troubles with your kids, depression, physical problems. Life's not easy. It's never meant to be easy. People are always searching for meaning. And I promise you that meaning's never going to be found in the empty void of wokeism. I think it's turning around. So I saw this article this morning, and I was going to cover it as just a general kind of health news item. If you go to BonginoReport.com, that is our news aggregator. It is the conservative alternative to the now fully gone left Drudge Report, which is just full of insanity now. Uh, BonginoReport.com has taken off. Uh, I'm really proud of it. We've had it now for what, almost three years. It's gone really, really well for us. And we try to put up articles that'll interest you everything. I saw this one this morning. 77% of young Americans are physically unqualified to join the armed forces. Now, Joe, call me crazy. But again, it's a topic very sensitive to you. That sounds to me like an issue. Uh, we can't defend the country. We got ourselves kind of a problem, don't we? Here's the hard reality, folks. A lot of our kids right now are smoking doobies, sitting down, playing video games all day. I'm not knocking video games. I don't need a thousand emails on it. I'm just saying everything in life is good with limits, correct? Video games are great. I love them myself. I like playing Halo with my daughter. I don't recommend you do it 22 hours a day, okay? Uh, alcohol is pretty bad for you. I don't tell people don't drink alcohol, okay? I tell you do this stuff in moderation. So again, you don't have to send me an email. I get it. I'm simply suggesting to you you don't have to live your life, uh, you know, like some kind of Spartan, but you got to be smart about stuff. We have a generation of kids that sit for 18 hours a day. They do nothing. They're completely unprepared for life, physically or mentally, and they can't even defend the country. So I'm reading this story and I'm like, OK, great. Well, what do we do about it? And I thought, well, you kind of I write about it in the last chapter of my my book, a viral post I put out there that I included in my book about advice my older self, me, if I could, would give to my younger self. 
So I thought about some other life hacks. So here are a few I highly recommend that have worked for me. I'm just going to caveat this by saying they may not work for you. This isn't some like mandatory disclaimer. It's just smart. The things that have worked for me may not work for you. I deadlift. You may have back problems, okay? I like the sauna. You may have blood pressure issues. You have to check with your own health professional in your life. I'm just telling you, these are things that have worked for me. And I found a good amount of research to back up for people who are healthy enough to do them. Number one, Dan Bongino life hacks. You got to minimize sitting. Now, if there was ever a job that maximized sitting, trust me, it's this one. <laughs> My ass is in this chair for seriously like seven hours a day. However, you can minimize the effects of sitting, which is extremely damaging to your health, your posture, everything, everything, your hips, your leg muscles, by getting up every 15 minutes and moving around. I wear this aura ring. It reminds you to get up after uh, like 30 minutes or so. You can set it to do those kinds of things, I believe. You got to get up. And I do what's called micro exercises. So every 15, 20 minutes, every half an hour or so, I get up, do some knee bends, free squats, shoulder circles. I don't do it all at one time. I just do it. And I'm telling you, these micro exercises over the course of the year add up to thousands upon thousands of calories burned. Every time I come upstairs, Guy's doing some yoga move, downward dog or whatever. Before I come upstairs, he's in the green room next door doing some kind of flexing, back arching thing or whatever. This works. Minimize sitting. It, Folks, it will kill you. Okay. Another thing. You got to train both your VO2 max, i.e. cardio effectively, and you have to do resistance training. If you can, again, you got to check with your own healthcare people. You may not be able to do it because of conditions. But if you are healthy, you've got to train your heart and lungs. You don't have to run a marathon. You don't have to run sprints. You do have to train your VO2 max. The volume of air your lungs can effectively process. I encourage you to look it up. There are a number of different ways to do it. There's Tabata. There's a number of different low and slow type things if you're a little older like me. But it's not enough. You've got a resistance train too. Resistance, meaning weights, meaning bands, meaning something. Oh, but I'm 80. Check with your doc. But if you can do it, you should. There is no greater correlation with life expectancy than muscle strength. None. Why? Because if you don't have the ability strength-wise to move around and balance yourself and you fall and you crack your hip, you're probably going to die. And don't get dead is the number one rule of the show. Having said that, with resistance training, one of the things that's benefited me later in life that, oh my gosh, I wish I would have learned earlier, is please, it's not the weight. I can't say this enough. Yes, I once benched 360. Great. It was the worst form ever. I probably tore my shoulders to pieces. I used to do 315 for sets of five and six. Those days are absolutely over. I wish I'd never done that. I've blown two hernias. I've had, what, 12 orthopedic surgeries now. I would emphasize two things if you're starting the resistance training today. Range of motion, meaning as much of a range of motion as you can get. Don't short don't short, uh, give the short uh, stick to any, you know what I'm saying? Bicep curls like this aren't going to do anything. Full range of motion. In order to do that, you probably got to lower the weight. And slow controlled movements. If you're training for the Olympics, it's different. But slow controlled movements, look it up. You'll get a ton of muscle growth. You'll reduce a lot of the explosive damage you can do if you're trying to get out of your, ahead of your skis on stuff. A couple of more and, uh, and uh, we'll wrap up today. Vegetables. Listen, I know it sounds obvious every time I read the Brickhouse Nutrition ad, I talk about it, but it's true. I don't like vegetables. It doesn't matter. It's just like saying I don't like politics. It, it, they, politics likes you and your freedom, so it really doesn't matter if you like it or not. God gave us vegetables and fruits for a reason. You should be eating them with every meal, and you should be focusing on colors, oranges, uh, you know, uh, and carrots and oranges, you know, reds and cranberries and in beets. Greens and everything, broccoli, spinach, kale. Folks, there are chemicals in there we haven't even discovered yet. Micronutrients, macronutrients, polyphenols and popcorn. Yeah, popcorn. These are God's chemicals. Your body can heal itself, not in all cases, but in a lot of them. If you just give the plate God gave us a shot and get away from the Cheetos. God didn't make Cheetos, I promise you. <laughs> Vegetables. 
And by the way, while I'm talking about vegetables and fruits, your source of carbs, carbohydrates in your diet and mine is almost exclusively fruits. Now on the weekend, I ease up, I'll have some rice once in a while. But my source of carbohydrates in my diet is almost exclusively fruit. It's not Coca-Cola. It's not potato chips. It's almost exclusively fruit. It's very hard to overeat fruit. You ever try to eat a dozen bananas? Yeah, try to eat a box of Oreos. You bet you can do that. One of them is probably 10 times the calories. And I'm not talking about the bananas. Uh, fish oil has been invaluable to me. Fish oil, I, I use curcumin as well. Curcumin to control inflammation in my body. It's worked well for me. Uh, it, again, depending on your health condition, blood pressure, and other factors, you should check on that. But fish oil and curcumin has been kind of a magic blend for keeping massive inflammation in my body under control because I beat myself up bad. A couple quick ones too here. I addressed on my locals account during my live sessions there. Sleep before midnight is far different than sleep after midnight. Dan, it's sleep. No, it's not. It's not the same. Your brain is not nocturnal, folks. We are day beings. We are not bats. You were designed to sleep when the sun goes down. The reason we stay up late now is because of electric lighting. That's why. Sleep before midnight. Look it up again. Don't take my word for anything. Do your own research. It's qualitatively different. What do you mean? I got to go to sleep at eight, uh, 8 at night? No. But you should be then by 9, 30, 10, if you can. I mean, I used to work 6P to 2A, so it was impossible. And that may be many of you too. But those two hours before midnight are far better than those two hours after midnight. Note to self. Also, sleep in the dark. As dark as you can make it. Get blackouts if you can on your, uh, your windows. Use uh, caffeine strategically. I see far too many kids out there downing you know, Red Bulls, Red Lines, Celsius, all these other drinks. Again, and nothing's bad in moderation. But if you're going to use caffeine and mental stimulants, I use them too. I'm not suggesting to you they're, they're horrible, awful things. But use them strategically. Nothing drives me crazier than when, like, I'm talking to my daughter, say, or one of her friends, and they're drinking a, a Celsius. I'm like, well, why are you doing that? Well, what do you mean? Oh, it's during the, is there a reason? Are we going to war? Are you going to the gym? I don't understand. Like, are, are you, why would you do that? You understand the more caffeine you drink, the more your brain and your neurons desensitize to the effect of it. So by the time you're older, you're going to have completely fried your computer if you live off these drinks all the time. Now, using them before you go to the gym once a day and in moderation or so is smart. Using them with 65 cups of coffee is probably not a good idea. Finally, I said on my locals today, the mix of sauna and a cold shower is a life changer, at least for me. Clears my head out. I feel like it's done worlds for my body to make me feel better and more alert during the day. If you can find yourself a sauna, buy yourself a sauna. If you have the financial capability, they're expensive, but they're not that expensive. And then jump in a freezing cold shower afterwards. Oof. If your body can handle it, change my life. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. Kind of a different show. I hope I didn't bother you too much with these life hacks at the end. Thank you also for the tuning in to the Rumble Live, 11 a.m. Eastern time. You go to rumble.com slash Bongino. Feel free to comment away in the live chat. We've had upwards of thirty to 40,000 people per day on the Rumble Live chats. We really appreciate that. Please subscribe and follow while you're there. It is absolutely free to subscribe on Rumble. Rumble.com slash Bongino. It's also free on Apple and Spotify. Those subscriptions and follows on those platforms really help us stay on the charts. So we really appreciate it if you click that follow button. Thanks a lot. Question again, submit your questions for tomorrow's show on Locals and on uh, True Social. See you tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.